Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Overreaction Monday. What do you know, right? 20th day of November, Thanksgiving week. Oh, it's that time of year, is it not? 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. We're hanging out with you for 60 minutes tonight. That's plenty of time. We don't need anything more than that. 60 minutes, we can accomplish a lot. You, me, Julian Chantel, they're producing the program. You get me on Twitter, at Dan Graza, G-R-A-C-A. We'll take it right up until 7.30. Then it's Knicks basketball. The red-hot Knickerbockers take it on the top team in the West, at least according to the standings. That would be the Minnesota T-Wolves. We'll find out in a little bit if Quentin Grimes is going to make his return. He looked pretty good doing warm-ups out there before the game, but Tibbs is going to speak any minute, so if that comes along, we'll pass it along to you, but it's going to be a lot of football tonight, right, because it's an overreaction Monday, and if you're a football fan in this city right now, you're probably on opposite ends of the spectrum. You're a Giant fan, you know, your expectations have been cooled for the rest of the season, but you went down to D.C. yesterday, you won a football game, you beat a division rival, right, you swept the season series against Washington, And the local product, you know, it became a little bit of a folk hero for one day. Played a good football game. Six turnovers are helped do the trick as well. And the Giants won a game. And as I said the last couple of weeks, Giants are going to win some games this year. So everybody that was on board with tanking, you know what? They're going to win. They're going to win a couple of games. They're not done winning. Hell, they might win again this week. They might go crazy and win two in a row with the crummy Patriots coming into MetLife Stadium. But we'll save the Giants for a little bit later because, unfortunately, we got to start with what's going on with the Jets and... I guess you could say that yesterday's game was just the appetizer, right, for the Jets buffet. Because if you watch that game, like certainly I did, and I'm sure many of you did as well, you knew that something had to change, right? You couldn't keep the status quo going, even if it was another five days, which is when they take the field again against Miami coming up on Friday. You just can't do it. But let's rewind a little bit. Because last week you heard about Players had a team meeting, right? They cleared the air. The airing of grievances. It was like Festivus come early for the Jets. Constructive criticism, accountability, all those things. They swore that they hashed out a lot of stuff. That's number one. Then you find out that they release a guy who's a pretty popular player for them in Michael Carter. You know, maybe it sends a message, maybe it doesn't. But they wanted to make way for some younger players to get in the lineup, give them a little bit more playing time you had some lineup changes going into that game yesterday right other guys were going to be showcased maybe put a little spark especially on the offensive side of the ball and then lastly the offensive coordinator decided to change his perch for when he calls plays instead of being on the sidelines he went up to the booth maybe to get a bird's eye view of everything maybe see the field a little bit better what the defenses are throwing at them maybe it'll facilitate the play calling a little bit All right, well, you add all those things together that I just outlined, and what was the result? You spit all that stuff into a computer, and what does the computer chew out? It chews out six points, and for my money, probably the worst game of the season for them on both sides of the ball, all three phases, whatever you want to say. It was terrible. And because of that, you knew that something, something had to change, right? 
0 for 11 on third down. I mean, that's almost impossible to not convert a single third down in a football game in 2023 in a league where they beg you to move the football up and down the field, to beg you. Defensive players essentially have to go out there and play with one hand tied behind their back in this day and age. 150 yards of offense. It tells you all you need to know that the best pass of the day was thrown by the punter. And it was also their biggest completion of the day too, right? On the fake punt to Brandon Eccles. And would have been more if he didn't quite just step out of bounds. But they did score a touchdown yesterday, so that was the one glimmer of positivity. That took almost 12 quarters and 40 possessions, but you know what? They could check that box right now. And I feel really bad because when you watch this team play the last few weeks, mostly out of the bye week, you know, I don't, like, I, I, I don't know what happened during the bye week. I really and truly don't, but it looks like a completely different team. The team that took the field the first six weeks of the season and now the last four after the bye, it looks like two different teams. You know, how does a team that's 3-3 three and three going into the bye just shock the Philadelphia Eagles, depleted with no corners, and they go out there and beat Philadelphia, the best team in the NFL, who still to this day, the Jets are the only team to beat Philadelphia, and then they come out of the bye, and in reality, they probably should be 0-4, if not for a gift from the football gods against the Giants. How did this happen? And the one thing that you can always hang your hat on is the defense. They're going to find a way to keep you in games. Well, yesterday, they got put to the test immediately. Find out that Bills win the toss, they defer to the Jets. Defense figures, oh, all right, you know, let me just sit down a little bit. Hey, I got to tie my shoes. I'll, sign, I'll tie my shoes a little bit. Nope. Xavier Gibson fumbles the opening kickoff. Defense, you're on. But wait a sec, I thought that they deferred. Nope, you're on. Not exactly ideal field position either, but again, the defense does their thing. They actually push Buffalo back. Minus nine yards on the opening possession for the Buffalo Bills. And they hold them to a field goal. And then they hold them to a field goal again. And they hold them to a field goal again. And after a while, just after three field goals, if you've watched this team all year, you probably realized, you know what? Nine-nothing might be insurmountable. And because of that, you have to do something. Right? But what happened throughout the rest of that game is that the defense finally broke. And it was bound to happen when you keep putting them in these situations time and time and time again, when they spend two-thirds of the game out on the field, when they don't have any margin for error because they know if they let up one touchdown, pretty much the game is over. And they've, haven't, they've had to do this pretty much all season long, and specifically the last three, four weeks. And you saw it eventually crumble yesterday in Buffalo. I think physically... Mentally, emotionally, and in the second half, they gave up some plays there where it looked like, boy, what's going on, you know, because I think they had had enough. So I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that changing the quarterback is going to solve anything. Not even close. Not even close, because collectively, there are a lot of people that have a bearing on what this team has now become offensively, but you have to do something, Right. I gave you all the numbers. You watch the games. You have to do something. And so Tim Boyle is now the guy who's going to get the first crack at this thing. And I don't know if it's going to be any better, but you know what I can guarantee you guys? It can't be any worse. I could say that with fair certainty. It cannot be any worse. How can it be any worse than 0 for 11 on third down and 150 yards of offense? Really? Right? How can it get any worse than that? 
Because you know what I think Tim Boyle could do? I'm, pr- I'm pretty confident in saying this. Tim Boyle can do the routine. You watched it yesterday in the game. Tim Boyle could at least drop back, see over the line of scrimmage, see over the offensive line, and check the ball down if he sees somebody open seven, eight yards. You know what? That's an explosive play by Jet standards. An eight-yard check down. Sometimes it's not necessarily a bad thing to take what the defense gives you. Right now, this offense could benefit from that because they were having a hard time even doing that. A seven- and eight-yard completion seemed like it was grounds for celebration. And it seemed like everything was so, the, the, the degree of difficulty was something that you couldn't even comprehend, it seemed like. And it became too much for the quarterback. So Tim Boyle's going to get a shot. Look, he knows the system. Maybe he is a little bit more confident in his reads and going from one to the next. I'm not sitting here telling you to expect, you know, Mike White 2.0. Not going to do that. But there's only one way to go right now for this offense, and it's up. Because I don't think you could go any further down. I really and truly don't. And I think that if you've watched this team all year, you probably agree with me. You probably agree with me. I was thinking about this last night when I was driving home after we wrapped up the postgame show and just thinking about everything that, you know, we witnessed yesterday and how it's gotten to this point and how it could change and how maybe things could improve. And just collectively, the performance of this offense. Like, I, I, I've watched this team my whole life, you know. I got a pretty good handle on what's happened. And I think to a man, anybody that's followed the Jets over the years, the two seasons that Rich Kotite was here in 95 and 96, they probably tell you that that was probably the worst of Jets football, right? Those two seasons. They won three games in 1995, one game in 1996. And I was there. I went to all those games, season tickets, the whole I, – I, I remember it clearly. And I was thinking about that 96 team specifically because that 96 team, you had your top three wide receivers. You had Keyshawn Johnson, Wayne Corbett, and Jeff Graham. Those were all damn good players, really, really good players. And so I said, let me get – you know, when I got home and I said, let me look up the statistics of these guys. Because I remember I watched all the games. Those teams sometimes would score in the 20s. They'd have leads like in the third and the fourth quarter, and they just couldn't hold them, right? You talk about self-inflicted wounds, you know, and that's how you go one in 15. It's pretty simple. But those teams would at least move the ball up and down the field. They'd convert third downs. They'd score points. And so I looked it up. That 96 Jet team that won one football game, one game, and is probably considered to be the worst in, in the history of the franchise, they scored 30 offensive touchdowns that year, 30. In a 16-game season. This team right now has played 10 games, and they have nine. You think they're going to score 20 touchdowns over the next seven weeks? I sure as hell hope so, but you know what? The odds aren't looking too good right now. And that's my point. How in 2023 could an offense struggle to this extent? And I'm not blaming one person in particular. Because when things are this bad, a lot of people have to have their hands in it. But how did it get to this point? And can it get any better for the remaining seven games of the season? I, 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 it's almost a minor miracle that this team is four and six. Because with the struggles that they've had on that side of the ball, they should probably be like one and nine or two and eight. You know, Tommy DeVito goes out there and he's thrown five touchdown passes in the last two games. 
I, I, how many games do you have to go back for the Jets to even have five touchdowns? Seven? Dolphins are coming in here on Friday, and you really think that they care about the Jets' problems and they care about the struggles? Nope. Dolphins did all they could yesterday to give the Raiders a game, by the way. They, they begged the Raiders to win that game, and they couldn't. Now they're going to come in here and they're going to try to right their ship in front of the whole country on Black Friday. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. Let's hear from you. We'll get into the Giants as well. Remember, we got 60 minutes tonight on this overreaction Monday. We're rolling until 730. Then we got Knicks basketball as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Dan Grosser Show, live and in living color, right here on 9870 ESPN. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it. This is the Dan Grossa Show on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Then we got Knicks T-Wolves basketball here on 98.7. Rangers hockey will be found over on 1050 at exactly the same time, as a matter of fact. So the Jets make the quarterback change. Zach Wilson sits. Tim Boyle gets a shot. Zach Wilson will actually be the third quarterback on Friday. He will be active. They're going to dress three for this one. Trevor Simeon, we're going to have, he's going to have to be bumped up from the practice squad, and he will be the backup quarterback uh, in the game on Friday against the Dolphins. So Robert Solomon at the media, then he joined TMKS and was asked, well, why'd you make the change now? 
Over the last couple of weeks, have been just trying to make changes along the offense, and you know we did some things at the running back position, receivers, tight ends, O line, and uh, even moved the coordinator up to the box. And we're now trying the quarterback to see if we can uh, do something a little bit different there. So it's like I've said, everyone's kind of had their hand in the cookie jar, and we're just trying to find the best way to get the offense moving in the right direction. And that's the other part. You know, you mentioned the running backs; they have no running game to speak of either, right? When you don't have any sort of a credible threat to throw the football, if you're an opposing defense, why are they? Why are you going to let them run the ball on you? Right? You just load the box, take away whatever running lanes that they would possibly have, and then just dare them to beat you over the top, and they haven't been able to do that. And, oh, by the way, the offensive line is depleted also. It's just it, 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 when it rains, it pours right now, and there are a lot of things that have gone wrong with this offense, a lot of things. But let's get to the phones here. Ira, Staten Island, he is going to bat leadoff here on 98.7 ESPN. Ira, how are you? Hey, Dan. I tell you, good. And I tell you, I got to give you and Greg a lot of credit for it. These last couple of weeks, I don't know how you do these post-game shows, but um, you guys are doing a good job with a bad situation. You know, it's, it's interesting. You brought up the 96 season. You know, that was a very talented team. It's just, yeah. You know, we all, we all know about the coaching situation. And you look, you look at what's going on and where Jets are at right now. You know, it, it was almost like fool's gold the way they were winning. I, I was very happy walking out of the games and calling you guys and celebrating that they won. But when you look back at it, and everybody said it wasn't sustainable. We understood that. But how this offense is just so broken. And I'm not, I'm not looking to, to blame one particular person. It's a collective uh, meltdown, Every, everything with offensive line, quarterback, coaching. I mean, everybody gets part of the responsibility here. And I, I got, you know, Salah's going to do the best he can. I'm glad he made the change. So I expect, what do I expect? I don't know what to expect. We'll see. I think Boyle maybe, maybe could operate the offense a little better. I don't know how much the results are going to change. But I, I just, I find it so hard to believe that go back to when they got Rodgers mm-hmm. as an organization, how they didn't have a plan to have a legitimate backup quarterback. And I've said it, a million people said it. I'm sure you've thought it. Listen, it's not Douglas's fault that the offensive line did down to four stringers. That's not his problem. But there was question marks about that offensive line before people started getting hurt. So it, it's amazing. They bring in Rodgers. And they thought everything was going to get fixed. They bring in all his guys. They, they've been non-productive. And I'm not sure what really to expect. They, you know, I just want to see some competitive football at the end of the year. That's all I can ask for. Ira, I, I, I don't think that is too much to ask for. And I thank you for the phone call. And look, you still got seven more of these to go. You know, who knows which way this season is going to, or how this season is going to unfold. I have no idea. You have no idea. They're obviously not packing it in or else they wouldn't have made the change. But... As I said at the beginning of the show, I don't know how you could possibly sit here and say that it could be any worse offensively with Tim Boyle as the quarterback. Can't be any worse, even if it's just like for the old sake of a breath of fresh air. Now, Ira brought up something, and it's no different than the conversations that we've had pretty much for the last two months since the beginning of the season. Why did they go into the year with Zach Wilson as the backup quarterback? That's fair. Very fair. Certainly how the whole thing played itself out over the first 10 games. It's extremely fair. Well, Coach was asked that today by TMKS, and here's his answer to why didn't the team have a more experienced backup. 
That's a fair question. When you look at the overall body of work for Zach on the field, I get it. You know, there's a lot to be desired, and, and most, most of it was a confidence issue. It's not an arm talent issue. It's not an athleticism issue. And we felt like if we can get him the redshirt year that we never gave him in year one, he'd have the opportunity to grow and be the quarterback that I think we all believe he's capable of being. I don't think anyone anticipated Aaron going down in four plays. I think worst case scenario in anyone's mind would have been that he plays a few games and Zach at least gets to observe and watch Aaron handle the huddle, handle game week, handle preparation, handle practice, handle the communication with his teammates, handle the sideline, and he can absorb and take it all in, how he studies tape, how he rehab and regen and all that good stuff, and he missed it. We never, He never got to see that opportunity. He never got to see that happen. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but it, it was a collective uh, decision and that we see the talent, we see the athletic we see the work ethic. If we could just get him that the redshirt year, we, we felt like he could be the quarterback that he could be. Guys, that's a minute of Robert Sala giving an answer, and he's saying all the right things, right? But all you need to know is look at what happened this afternoon if you don't think that they would like a do-over on that one. Hindsight being what it is, of course, they would have went out there and brought in another arm. Because if he was doing a good enough job, he wouldn't have been relegated to third team earlier this afternoon. And that's the situation they're in. But you also, as we've been talking about since the middle of September, you don't also go into a season planning that your quarterback is going to be lost for the year four plays into the season. Four plays. And that's what makes it even more a punch to the gut. You know, you never want to lose your starting quarterback to injury, but if it happens, let's say, in game 10, game 11, it's like, oh, well, you know, we played the majority of the season. We still had our guy. It's not ideal, but we still had him. Four plays into the season, you barely, you didn't even have your quarterback all year. Aaron Rodgers never completed a pass for crying out loud. Tommy in New Hyde Park is up next here on 9870 ESPN. Tom, how are you? How are you doing, Dan, my friend? I'm like, I, I, I can't take it anymore. Now, the chess, right? 11 31, 33, 30, 10, 34. They didn't, they can't convert. Then you know where that first first down was on a on a on on a third down was a penalty. Now that's ridiculous. First of all, and, and the quarterback situation is even worse. I mean, who, who are we kidding here? Where are we gonna go? Well, Tom, you know what the funny part about it? Not funny, but and thanks a lot for the phone call. They were 0 for 11 on third down, but yet they were 4 for 5 on fourth down. So you had no problem converting those fourth downs, but it was the third ones that were giving them problems. You know what you do? You turn it over to Tim Boyle and you hope for the best. That's what you hope for. I tweeted this out earlier today, too, because you know what? I'm a stickler for these type of things. I like all the little oddities that present themselves in sports and life. Isn't it interesting that they decided to go to the bullpen roughly around the same time of the year last season? Remember, Mike White made his first start Thanksgiving weekend against the Chicago Bears at home. Jets wore black that day, by the way. In the rain. Remember who the Bears' starting quarterback was that afternoon? It was Trevor Simeon. So isn't it funny, fast forward a year later, Thanksgiving weekend, MetLife Stadium, Jets are going to the bullpen. This time it's Tim Boyle who's going to be starting. And you're going to have Zach Wilson, and Trevor Simeon on the jet bench, and you're going to have Mike White on the Dolphins bench as the backup to Tua Tungavailoa. Oh, and by the way, the Jets are going to be wearing black again. That was funny, actually. It's not, it's not meant to be funny, Tom. It really isn't. It's just I'm pointing out little oddities. That's all it is. Here's Tino in Staten Island. He's up next. Tino, how are you? 
Dan, my God, it felt like it's been forever since we spoke. How are you? It has been a while. I thought you were, I was waiting to see, you were Aaron Rodgers coming back from the Achilles first. Uh, Dan Lee, talk about, let me give you my Achilles update. Five months, back running, did a six mile on Friday. Achilles feels great. Can't feel, I mean, I'm probably at 85% on my Achilles. I mean, unbelievable how how, how Achilles is feeling. Uh, So that's five months. Interesting. Five months. Five months. Did a six-mile run, no problem, with no setbacks. Was able to run. Uh, next day, woke up. No no pain in the Achilles. I mean, I'm feeling great. I mean, and this is without doing surgery, by the way. No surgery. And how many – I need to know, how many passes did you complete during the, the, the run? <laughs> Unfortunately, those days are over for me. I can make a 30-footer, <laughs> no problem, from deep. If you nice. put me on a basketball court, I can make a shot. <laughs> yeah, the good, the good, the bright side we have, as, as you know, because we're Nick fan and Jet fans, our Nick basketball team looks pretty good. I mean, they do look pretty good. They do. They, you, you know, know what? The schedule I mean, makers have done them no favors, but you know what? They've handled it well, and it sounds like Grimes is indeed going to play tonight. Absolutely. But Jay, quickly on on the Jets, I know you got probably got a lot of calls. Yeah. And I'm going to get them getting home, watch the Nick game in 30 minutes. So, Dan, I don't. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Zach's side. It's not his fault. You know why? It's not his fault. Because they keep putting him out there. It's like when you suck at your job, but your boss still lets you work and gives you a job and says, you know what, show up to work every day. We're going to still put you out there. It's Robert Sala, it's Joe Douglas, and I'm sorry, it's Woody Johnson. Because this has to be coming from Woody Johnson, a mandate to keep playing him. You know why? Because he's best friends with JetBlue. He owned the JetBlue owner, and who's JetBlue owner? That's Zach Wilson's uncle. Okay, so there's got to be something behind the scenes that we don't know as Jet fans, because for me to suck at my job, I would have got fired a long time ago. He should have been fired from last year from his job. Tino, Tino, let me tell you one thing, and I thank you for the call, and I'm glad that you're doing better. Let me tell you, I am behind the scenes, okay? I've not heard that once in three years. I know that that's a common thing that a lot of fans like to throw out there in anger, the whole JetBlue tie-in. I've not heard that once, and I've heard a lot of things behind the scenes, not once with that. I'm just telling you the truth. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Still got a half hour to go. Overreaction Monday. Dan Gross' show. Then it's the Knicks. 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Gross' show on 98.7 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Like we usually do it. You know what? Good job by the Giants yesterday, too. Seriously. Um, despite the fact the quarterback got sacked nine times. That's right. Nine times. Five in the first quarter. Those two turnovers by Washington in that first quarter where the Giants got seven points off it there. I mean, that kind of set them off and running a little bit. I think the quarterback settled down. And look, you force six takeaways in a football game, you should win it. A lot would really, really, including a defensive touchdown, right? I mean, a lot would have to go wrong for you not to win a game like that. The Giants did, and good for them. You know, and that's why I know a lot of fans are angry and frustrated. But Brian Dayball... Fans were giving it to him for the last few weeks, and they were relentless in their criticism. Maybe he's not the guy. Maybe we get rid of him at the end of the year. Is he even going to last? Giants are non-competitive. Well, you know what? You think it was easy getting up for that game yesterday? I don't care if they're in your division or not. What's appealing about Washington? And he went out there and he won a game with a quarterback who – probably would even be a pipe dream that he would be starting a game in the National Football League. And the results previously were not very good, and they go out there and they win a game. And the team has not packed it in. They haven't quit, and that's encouraging. And as I said, you're probably going to get yourself, or at least you got a good chance to get another win coming up on Sunday at home when the crummy Patriots come into town. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. Let's say hi to Ted in Long Island, who's up next here on 98.7. Teddy, how are you? Thanks for taking my call and question. You put on a great show. I agree with about 95% of what you said. But the one thing I don't understand, and I've heard this from everybody, is they all knock Zach Wilson. But interestingly, what happened? I was at the first game of the season when Aaron Rodgers went down. What did he do with his team in the first in the first possession? He didn't do any better than Zach Wilson. Now I know that's silly. It's only one set of downs. But it's very silly. And got sacked and had the same. <laughs> he got and four plays. No, but here's my point. Here's my point. The offensive line is the worst offensive line I've ever seen on a football team. And have you ever noticed a great running back all of a sudden becomes average when he goes from a team with a great offensive line to an average? offensive line and you pointed out the running backs haven't done well either well guess what there's nobody opening up for the running backs and i can't stand the offensive coordinator who most of the the season would run up the middle three times in a row three and out three and out three and out get behind by double digit point double digit points before they let zach throw the ball they showed no confidence in him and it was interesting salah said on your when you just played that back a little while ago that it's a confidence issue well, what better way than to beat up somebody who has a confidence issue to begin with than to tell him when he gets in the game, we're not, we have no confidence in you. We're not going to let you throw the ball until we get behind and we're in trouble. So I really think I agree with you that, yes, they have to make a change. They have to make a change to the offensive coordinator, and they have to fix the offensive line. If they do that, I think Zach Wilson has talent. So there you go. That's, that's my thought at the moment. What do you think about that? Teddy, I, I appreciate the phone call. I, I really and truly do, and, and I want you to get back to us. But I think the Zach Wilson train in New York has reached its final stop. Okay? I, I, I'll be – look, if you want to rewind back to the winter 
at the end of last football season. I didn't think he'd be on this team this year. And if he was on this football team, I thought at best he'd be third string. I thought they'd go out and get another veteran backup to be behind. Remember, we didn't know it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. We know that they would go out there and try to get a veteran starting quarterback, and he would be the guy, whether it was Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know all the names that they were throwing out there at the beginning of the offseason. But I thought if Zach Wilson was going to be on this team at all, he would be at best the third stringer. I didn't think he'd be the backup. And certainly you didn't think he was going to play, but then four plays into the season, as I said, the football gods decided to have a laugh at the Jets' expense. But all those other things that Ted was saying about the offensive, yeah, you know what, that's right. But, 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 I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that another quarterback would turn this into the greatest show on turf. I'm not saying that. But if you do sit there and you watch the film and you break it down and you talk to people in the know, there are layups to be made. You know, you've heard Robert Sala use that expression when talking about the play of this quarterback over the last three years. There are layups to be made. And for a while, he was making the layups. But certainly since the bye week, been missing the layups. And it shouldn't be that hard in the NFL and professional sports to go find a quarterback that can perform in the layup line, if you know what I'm talking about. And they think that Tim Boyle could at least do that. So I'm not sitting here trying to tell you to expect, you know, 35 points on the scoreboard come Friday and then moving forward the rest of the season. But I'm going to stand by what I said at the opening of the show. It might not get much better, but it sure as hell can't get any worse than what we've been watching. Ray in Staten Island up next, 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Ray. How are you? Hello, Dave. How are you? So happy to hear you. Ray, what's going on, buddy? Okay, this, this is what frustrates me with Salah, and I like Salah. But if their plan was for Zach to be a redshirt year, then when Rodgers got hurt, then you do get a veteran and you let him, and let him be the third string and give him that year to develop on that. They, they really screwed him up from the first day they got him, you know. So I do blame the coaches on that. And as far as the offensive line is, 14 changes. You know, there were guys that they could have gotten that were a little more stable, veteran. The guy Van Ruten that's on the Raiders, free agent picked up during the season, a backup guard. I mean, really, they really didn't give this kid a chance. And that's all I wanted to say. Greg Van Roten was starting here when the Jets weren't any good. You know what I mean? And then he ultimately lost his job on the offensive line. I mean, see, I understand what fans do now when the team is underperforming and they're struggling and the fans are frustrated, they just start throwing just random names out there thinking that that would make a difference, right? That's not necessarily the way this whole thing works. It isn't. Chris and Beth Page up next, 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Chris. Hey, pal. Uh, yep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm switching a little bit over to the Giants. I, I know fine. it's mostly jet calls here. But I, I want to bring this up, and I brought it up with the guys this morning, um, DPH and Rothenberg, and Rick actually got a little uh, upset with me. But I said, um, you know, the way I look at it, first of all, I'm a big Giant fan, and uh, I'm glad they're not tanking. I, you know, these guys are professionals. They have to go out there every week and perform. This, this notion of, like, we're trying to tank it and this and that, it's abhorrent. I'm so proud of the way they played yesterday with the third string quarterback. And you're always looking to see if you're the coach, like Dable is, 
to see what you have there. Like, who's who's going to step up in these times? What you have going forward? That, it's a very important time now in Dable's career, obviously, and, and Giants players to see what they have, who's really playing, who's going on. You know, so the, the point I'm getting at is I, I, I don't want to hear about tanking. You know, Rothenberg was all upset because they won yesterday, if you can believe it. And, and I just said that's abhorrent because you, don't, you never know what you're going to get. You know, you talk about overreaction Monday. Mm-hmm. That's an overreaction. Oh, you know, they, they won. And now, now we're not going to get that high draft pick. Uh, you know, we're not guaranteed that anyhow, by the way. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you remember, you're a big Jet fan. Everybody's like, oh, we're going to get what's-his-face from Clemson. Um, the, the quarterback Trevor from Clemson. Um, right. And what happened, Dan? I mean, you're a big fan. I mean, you were like, okay, it's good. They had that miracle loss against the Raiders, right? And everybody was mm-hmm. happy. And then all of a sudden, they went out on the road, and they beat the Rams, I believe. Yep. And Jacksonville just kept losing. And then, unfortunately, I think you got stuck with Sam Darnold. Is that right? Or no? No, Sam Darnold was the quarterback, and then they decided to draft Zach Wilson Wilson. and move on from Sam Darnold. But but that's what I'm saying. You can never plan on doing the perfect tank. And then, by the way, you know how many of these first-round quarterbacks? Go back, look it up, over the last 30 years. Top 10 quarterbacks. Yeah, Chris, you know, it, it's, there's it's, just as yeah. much of a failure rate as there is a success rate. You're 1,000% right, and I thank you for the phone call. And I'll tell you what, if you even want to go back and, and, and narrow it down even further, go look at top five quarterbacks, quarterbacks that were picked in the top five of the draft over the last, I don't know, six, seven years. There's more misses than hits, okay? The whole thing about this tanking thing, right, Whatever makes you comfortable when your head hits the pillow at night, you do whatever you want. I, I, I could care less when it comes to that stuff. But in the Giants' case, I'll look at it this way. Right now, you're 11 games into the season. You're not making the playoffs. You're not. You weren't making the playoffs before yesterday's game, and you're not making the playoffs even though you won yesterday's game. Still have six more to play. If I told any Giant fan, okay, that let's say they win five out of the last six to end the season. So that means your final record would be what? Eight and nine. Given everything you've went through this year, injuries, quarterbacks in and out of the lineup, you're down to your third-string quarterback. If, you, if this coaching staff kept this team together to where you finished 8-9, and nine, and okay, you're not going to be picking in the top 10, doesn't that make you feel good a little bit going into next year? That, damn, maybe you got something with this coaching staff? Not that you didn't last year when he won a playoff game and won coach of the year, but if he would stare down adversity like they did this year and still salvage something in the second half of the season, damn, I'd feel pretty good about things going into year number three. But right now, we don't have a crystal ball and know what's going to happen over the final six weeks of the season. Instead, Giant fans that wanted them to tank are looking at them win yesterday and saying, what'd you do that for? Because they expect them to lose out the rest of the season. But that's not going to happen either. You're going to win a couple of more games. That's the NFL. And I know it's been said, but it's so true. Every coach, every player, every person in that building, I don't care who it is, they want to win. They don't spend, you know, 18-hour days in that building, away from their families, away from their friends, away from outdoor sunlight to go out there and tank and lose games. Trust me, you want something to show for all the effort that you're putting in. You only get 17 of these things in the NFL. 800-919-3776. We'll come back and close it out with you on the phones. Then we got Nick's at the bottom of the hour. Grasso Show, 98.7 ESPN. Nine times.
Nine times. Nine times. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.